I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. And you know, that's what the Wink Attack is going to do. This is Tim. This is your Jack Strix. Our powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Want to talk about the defense. Want to talk about three and out. That's going to be the new name for the New York Giants defense, hopefully. Because with the acquisition of Isaiah Simmons, uh, it gives the Wink more options. I'm excited about the move because, like I said, it is a move that is a no-brainer. It's a seventh-round pick. His contract expires this year because the Cardinals did not pick up the fifth-year option. So that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a hesitation. But for a seventh-round pick, that doesn't really matter at all. He is a guy that uh, played in the slot something like forty-six percent of the times last year, so he's good at coverage. He is another off-the-ball linebacker with some speed because we all know we love speed. Because we have to get back to warning, warning. It's the wink attack. Warning, warning, it's the wink attack. We have to get that off the ball linebacker that can do a little bit of coverage, that can uh, go after the ball carrier, who can go after the quarterback, and we may have that in Isaiah Simmons. Um, If you look at the Giants roster now, it's interesting because you got to figure out who's going to stay, who's going to make the 53-man. And, and I've said this before, if you are a Giant and you occupy one of the spots between 49 and 53 on the active roster, don't pack unpack your bags don't say this every year because of the fact that the giants are going to be scanning the waiver wire trying to find replacements trying to find some upgrades and and there could be uh i think there could be quite a quite a not turmoil but there could be quite a bit of movement this year uh with teams especially the fact that since cut down day is one day now and you have to look at the way the giants are constructed and the giants the way the giants are built so if we go through this positionally, you already know that Dexter Lawrence is on the team. You got Nacho on the team. I think Jordan Riley makes the team along with Leonard Williams and uh, Sean Robinson. Now you're, you're going to be carrying basically five defensive tackles. Well, I know they're listed also as nose tackles, but you're, you're basically going to be carrying five different defensive tackles. And then I think if you're going to take your, your look at your defensive ends, I still think, you know, Aziz Ojolari is going to make the team. Ward's going to make the team. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, of course, is going to make the team. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think O'Shane is going to make the team just from his athletic ability alone. I, I, I'm not 100% sure I'm I'm in favor of that. Bobby Okereke is going to be here. Um, it looks like in some ways McFadden has won the job over Beavers. That, that could switch uh, any at any point in time. So you figure both Beavers and McFadden is going to make the team. Will Carter Coughlin? It's it's interesting. We we keep getting Carter Coughlin sightings. He's a good special teamer as well, but is he going to offer anything in that linebacker position? Especially since the fact that Isaiah Simmons is going to be on this team. So you got to look at the odd men out, like Carter Coughlin, Fox Johnson, Cam Brown. Uh, you got to look at Ray Wilburn as the odd men out in that quasi linebacker safety role. Uh, at the corners, you know you're going to go with the Dory. You know, you know, you know, the Hawkins, the third made the team, you know, Banks is going to be the starter. You're going to have Holmes probably in the nickel by default. I don't think they're hundred percent ready to trust, uh, trust Cordell Flott in that nickel position. And, and I think in a lot of ways, that's why they, they kind of toyed with putting Dory Jackson into the nickel and then having Hawkins and Banks as your outside guys. But I can't see them doing that against Dallas. I mean, if, if, and I've said this before, CeeDee Lamb plays a lot slot. So if you want to just take Hawk, excuse me, if you just want to take Jackson and have him mirror CeeDee Lamb, that's fine. I think that's what you end up doing. So if he goes to slot, he goes to the slot. Um, but I think, you know, it, it's – Darnie Holmes has got that $2 million, almost $3 million cap number. And I think Cordell Flott could to play the position as well. And I think Zion Gilbert could back him up as well. So, I mean, I think at one point in time, you have to, you have to wonder if Darnie Holmes is going to be kind of 
on the outside looking in. What is what is his cap number right now? Home, uh, what is Darnay Holmes' cap number? I had the cap number right here a second. It's two point nine million, and that's for a backup corner who doesn't do much else. So he, he it's going to be interesting. So they may go they may go with the flot and you know let uh, let Holmes go. I like Zion Gilbert. I always have. So we have to we have to just keep an eye on that. There's going to be a lot of guys that are going to be playing for spots on Saturday. Uh, safeties, of course, you got uh, Jason Pinnock, who definitely has made the team. Dane Belton's made the team. I think you're going to go Xavier McKinney, and it's really where it really compares where you're going to list Isaiah Simmons because Isaiah Simmons can list in the safety, he could list into the linebacker position. Um, but I think Nick McLeod probably makes this team as well because he is he has the versatility to play multiple roles on defense and the fact that he's actually stellar on special teams. I like Owens, but I think he's heading to the practice squad. I think old Bobby from Washington is going to get cut. Same with uh, Alex Cook. So if you look at your starting, if you look at you look at your starting eleven, you got Lawrence Williams, Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau, Bobby Akerake, McFadden, Jackson, Banks. Maybe like I said, between Holmes and uh, Flot and Jason and Xavier McKinney, it's not a bad it's not a bad starting defense. I mean, I would like to see. I know we are ranked number one in reference to the run stopping defense on the interior line. But Dexter and Leonard got ripped up last year. They allowed guys to get into the second level. And the only problem was we didn't have a linebacker such as, uh, you know, we're we're just going to call him Mr. Pokemon. Mr. Pokemon wasn't available, Blake Martinez. So when they hit that second level, it was, um, you know, it it was was lights out sometimes and not in a good way. But with Nacho and Aishon, I think you have, uh, I think you have a good quality Rotation, kind of like the Eagle wrote the Eagles have with their rotation with their defensive line. So I think you're going to be moving those guys in and out. I'm a little worried still about the defensive ends. Uh, I mean, Ojolari and Tavon and Kayvon Thibodeau, do they play the run as well as they should? Probably not. They they don't uh, uh, they don't hold their containment at times. They don't hold their edge. And the problem is when you don't have a uh, a quality outside linebacker who can help with that. You know that you do get exposed at times, and I think you're going to rely more on Aziz and uh, Kayvon Thibodeau to rush. And O'Shane Zimmons, is, like I said, is, is more of a special teams guy who can generate some rush. Ward is now becoming not a specialist, but he, but he's becoming a a, a spot guy. So you're not, you're not going to see him probably as much as you did last year. So I mean, I think the Giants look to upgrade the linebacker position. You know, once the final cut comes here, I think they're going to look at that because it, it it's going to be interesting. I still, I still foresee the big nickel and I've talked this many times before. And now I see it even more because technically you could have Xavier and McKinney, Jason and Isaiah Simmons all out in the field at the same time in a nickel in a nickel type package. And you can even throw Dane Belton on there. We've done it here. I mean, we've done it for years. You know, it's not, it's nothing new. Talked about how we went back to what 2011 was doing and we're doing the same thing. Because if you go back and listen to some of the things that Isaiah Simmons has said in Arizona, he kind of prefers to play the safety position. Not that I'm saying he can't play or he's not willing to play the linebacker position, but he kind of prefers playing the safety position, he said. And a lot of times it's about the player's comfort level and reference to where the coaching staffs puts them. Because a lot of times if you have not a player that's disgruntled about playing position, but lacks the authority to play the position, lacks not the will, because that's a bad word, lacks the, you know, sometimes sometimes when you do something in life, even if you don't do it well, sometimes you do it better because of the fact that you're enthusiastic about doing it. So hopefully the enthusiasm is going to be there for Isaiah Simmons because of the fact that he's playing for a contract. 
at the end of the day, that's what he's doing. And I kind of think about it. Same thing with Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney's playing for a contract as well. So you have the eighth overall pick in, uh, in Isaiah Simmons and Xavier McKinney, who are kind of similar players. So you hope that Isaiah fills more into a linebacker role. And I mentioned this on Twitter yesterday. It, could this spell the end? If, if Isaiah Simmons plays well, could this spell the end of, for Xavier McKinney and the Giants? Because you have a built-in replacement, and you still have McLeod, and you still have Belton. And like I said, I like Owens a lot. Is Owens going to be a st- you know, stalwart right now? No, but he, he, I think he can contribute and maybe get more and more reps later into the season. But in some ways, you could have a potential replacement immediately for Xavier McKinney. And Joe Shane has already said, you know, the coffers are empty. We don't have any money right now to pay Xavier, so we have to kind of wait and see how it goes. And you spend a seventh-round draft choice on a guy who could potentially, you know, be, be the steal of... of, of of all steals. Now I have some people that are sitting there telling me he's Tay Crowder. He's not Tay Crowder. Tay Crowder was take. Uh, and I mentioned this before, and we talked about this a million times before. Tay Crowder was a stat piler. He was a guy that jumped on this. He, he was a pile on stat. And I have mentioned this a million times before that. If you want to look at the quality of a linebacker, especially an inside linebacker or even an outside linebacker, they should have more solo tackles and assists. It should almost be like three to one. Because that means they are creating the point of contact. If you look at the big season that Tate Crowder had, I think he had like 30 more assists than he did solo tackles, which was telling me he was not he was not at the point of attack. Which it tells me about Isaiah Simmons is if you take a look at his stats, he's always at the point, he's always at the point of the attack, point of the attack. He's gotta be. Warning, warning, it's the wink attack. Warning, warning, it's the wink attack. He's gotta be put in positionally for the wink attack. That's what he, and he's going to learn that he's going to learn a system. He's get, he's going to get a crash course on this, but he's definitely, he's definitely not a take Crowder. He, he's not, I mean, he is, he is so much more of a player than take Crowder ever was. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, you're only going to give up a seventh rounder. If he flames out, he's a guy that was a top 10 pick. He's only 25. It's a win-win no matter what. If you get a little bit out of him this year, then that, then that's great. If you get nothing out of him this year, <laughs> You know what? That that's great too. If you if he becomes a star, then then you got a guy you're going to try to bring back. That's why I wonder about Xavier McKinney right now. Is this and Shane? A lot of times is playing long ball. I've said this before. We got a lot of people uh, on Twitter that are playing checkers, and Shane is playing chess. He's looking down the road. He's not he's not just looking one game ahead. He's looking. He's doing what a smart general manager does, and he's looking down the entire road. And I'm hoping that's where we kind of end up. We're gonna have a big video. For Sunday's game, Saturday's game, Saturday it's a it's a six o'clock game too. That's crazy. Uh, so make sure you check that out tomorrow. And again, this is Tim. This is New York Giants. Straight talk. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why. That'd be awesome.